Raise your hand if you like saving a few bucks. If you do love saving money, join me, Susan Hogan, on News 4 at 5. Our NBC4 Response Unit is protecting you from scams, rip-offs, and dangerous products. We've already recovered more than a million dollars. Jim Hanley here. Susan's got your wallet covered. Wendy Rieger and I will get you up to speed. Staying on top of constantly changing headlines and what they mean for you. And Storm Team Force always keeping you ahead of weather changes. Join me, Doug Kammerer, and the rest of us on News 4 at 5, working for you. special edition the afternoon after king of pro wrestling which was uh, topsy-turvy um crazy and lots to talk about so we're going to talk about that we are going to have a david finley interview finally um we finally got along and talked just a little while ago um but before that i wanted to discuss king of pro wrestling with my good friend Jen. She is at Chetty on Twitter. Jen, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm very well, very stressed out, very tired. So <laughs> same. Same on all fronts. <laughs> um let's talk about the show this morning. Um we were talking a little bit about it. I think there's a lot of good good points that we need to discuss. So first of all, We'll go over just the card briefly. We had the junior tag champs, Desperado and Kanemaru, defeating Tiger Mask and Jushin Thunder Liger in what was a pretty solid match um, with Suzuki Goon Tag still the tag champ, junior tag champions. Um, what did you think about the match? I thought it was pretty good. I'm not surprised with the ending. Like, I'm this close to junior tag league, I'm. I would have been more shocked if they lost. Yeah. As much as I like Liger. I really do. I, I like Liger. I've liked him for years. But I'm not surprised that they didn't make this title change now. It doesn't mean they won't get another shot later. But I'm not surprised with the outcome. It was a good match, though. It was really good. Um, and then I, I watched it on the replay. Because um, I woke up during the Juice to, uh, Toa Hinari. Um, versus Honma Makabe match. And Juice had some new gear and some new hairstyle kind of hair colors into it. Um, they lost. Hinari's in the match, so he gets he eats the pinfall. That's the gen rule. Um, and Makabe and Honma win. Looks like they'll be a team in the World Tag League. Um, tell me what you think about Juice. Are we going to have a broken Juice character like we did Okada? Because I'm starting to get worried about that. See, I thought that was going to happen after Fighting Spirit. Because he went into that match without the colors in his hair. And I pointed this out to Amy. I was like, hey, he was really kind of toned down. He didn't have the colors. So... To see him come out after losing the U.S. title, which I hated that, but then to see him come out with new gear, colorful gear still, and colors back in his hair, I thought, oh, maybe we're, maybe it'll be okay. Maybe he'll be young. Maybe he'll get the win here. And, you know, by default, save Hanari from having to eat a pin. 
I was wrong. <laughs> and we might get some kind of... I don't see Juice being... I don't want to say heelish. I don't see that happening. No, 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 no. But I don't know if he'll go into this, like... He even started to say, you know, if I lose this belt after not even defending it, I'll just go home. Like, no, don't do that. But... I don't. I don't understand what they're doing with him. I, Dress him up to lose again. Like that's that's the part I don't understand. You know, like, after after talking to uh, David before before you and I got on 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 board right now, um, I don't think that Juice probably knows what's going on right now. Um, he's probably just gonna ride the wave and uh, hopefully he lands on his feet because I personally think that. He's going to have a little bit of downtime. Um, I see online that some folks uh, this morning were saying, like, well, he wasn't the best U.S. champion. Well, maybe you, you can make that argument, but I think he's one of the best guys that they have right now. And for him not to be in the intercontinental or, you know, tag title talk at the beginning of next year would be crazy. I think you have to push, you have to go in on him right now um, at the turn of the year. Definitely. Like, I don't know if we, I, I don't think anybody's mentioned it, but I hope we do see that in tag league because I wouldn't mind a tag title on him. The U.S. title, I think, fit him. He would have been, God, they could run with it on him in a, not that I have a problem with Cody because I really don't. I get the U.S. title and the American Nightmare, whatever. I get it. But they could have <laughs> run with that with Juice. He was willing to put on the colors. He was doing it up with the hat and everything. It was great. They could have had him defend that belt and a credible win against Cody. Would have been great. They didn't go there. So now what are they going to do with him? I hope they don't lose him a lot, like really knock him down further. You know, a little bit of back and forth, some wins, some losses, whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe Tag League is where he shines, maybe? I don't know. I'm trying to be hopeful because I really like Juice. Me too. I'm a huge Juice fan. And I was, I was like the last person to get on the bandwagon. And now I'm like 100% behind <laughs> him. And he loses the U.S. title and I'm just like <laughs> crestfallen still. So right? it is what it yeah. is. You know, the World Tag League is coming up. Um, after the Tokyo Dome, everything's realigned, everything's reshifted, and, and so who knows? We'll see. I have hopes for him as well. Um, something I also have hopes for is an eventual Chase Owens and Hangman Page tag team. They partnered with the Young Bucks to take on Bullet Club OGs, Taiji, Tangaloa, Tamatonga, and Bad Luck Fale. Um, Bullet Club getting the victory this morning. Um, I really want to see Chase Owens and Hangman Page. Um, if they're not in the World Tag League, I'm going to be really sad. That's all I got to say. Me too. I'm right there with you. I, I love Adam Page. That's no secret. Um, anytime I can see more of him, right on. Chase is great, though, too. I, I like Chase, too. And kind of in the same way, like, we don't get to see him much... As an individual, he is very much a tag team guy, but it works for him. And I I think we will see them in the tag league just because there needs to be elite representation. I'm not even going to say BC elite because I don't think we have a Bullet Club elite anymore. I uh -huh. think they're just 
elite. So they need some representation, a reason for maybe a different team to go after the belts, something. I don't know. Because if the if the Young Bucks are taking time off, which I think they are, they said they were, they're not in Tag League. They did say that. Golden Lovers aren't in Tag League either. So the Elite needs the representation. So Chase and Hangman has to be that. Plus they have a t-shirt. <laughs> Plus I know they that have a t-shirt. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> of course that means everything. What are you talking about? ProWrestlingTees.com. Yeah. Well, I mean, it means it means nothing, but it, it's like, well, but you have a shirt. So, you know, we'll be a team. I don't know. I'm trying to, again, hopeful because Hangman and trying. Yes, we all know that you have a, a Hangman page uh, poster up on your wall where he's uh, drenched in baby oil <laughs> on a motorcycle. I'm pretty sure. Uh, just so I can set the scene for everybody, that's that's probably in your room there. Okay, so um, we saw six-man tag, Izuka, Taichi, and Suzuki versus Ishii, Goto, and Osprey. Um, Osprey got the pin on Tai Chi, which was interesting. Um, we saw Suzuki and Ishii kind of give each, give each other some beef as well. Um, Osprey Tai Chi. This looks like it's going to be a power struggle match. And finally, something's going to happen with the Never title. And it looks like it's going to be a transitional kind of belt for... A junior moving to a heavyweight and I'm really excited about you know the outcomes of this and, and what kind of matches we might be able to see next year what do you think didn't we talk about this about mm -hmm. Osprey if Osprey didn't win the junior title that would or you know if Osprey didn't make it to the final that that would be sort of telling that maybe he would go for that never belt and as soon as he got the pin I'm thinking all right that means he gets the challenge. Then he picked it up. Mm -hmm. And I was freaking out. Yeah. I was freaking out in the best way possible. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, do that and win it. But, you know, yeah, I'm really excited for that because I want the Never title to mean something. I want it to do something. And as a transitional title between the two divisions, yeah, I think that works well. I think Osprey's a good person mm -hmm. to do that with. I really like Osprey. Yeah. It's going to be good. Like, it's really going to be good. That belt needs a shot in the arm, and I think Osprey's the best person to do it. Um, in the next okay. match, we finally got the reveal for the new Los member, and we had Bushi with his awesome, awesome pumpkin jack-o'-lantern mask, Sonata, sexy as always, and Tetsuya Naito come out with a very beefy, big-chested guy, so um, immediately, it's it's not going to be Chris Jericho. It's not Neville. It's <laughs> it's Shingo Takagi from Dragon Gate, and he is called the Dragon Shingo. Um, I loved the reveal, the buildup, the past couple of weeks where we were just going crazy trying to figure out who it was. It's exactly what wrestling should be. We shouldn't know everything, and I love it. Right. And it was actually perfect for me because I've not been following New Japan that long that when they're talking about this big reveal, this new person, I had no idea where to start. Like, 
I can't guess because I don't know. My only guess, logically, to me was Dragon Lee. And I knew that couldn't be it, not even because of the reality show, because I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. I just thought, well, no, I don't think they'll do that. But, you know, great if they do. But no. So this guy coming out, I've never seen him before. I've heard other people talking about him. But he looks the bull. He looks good. The match was good. I thought he was good in it. What other people are saying about him all seems really great. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how he fits in with the group. It looks like it's going to be really awesome. And then when Hiromu comes back, it'll be better. Yeah, Shingo got the pinfall um, with a with a last uh, fal- falconry uh, move, which was vicious. He, I love yeah, it was brutal. He is Japanese, and so I like how there's no um, gaijin. Um, color or or people on there it's purely japanese and i really like that little aspect of that um, because you see what's happened to bullet club and then ogs have turned into like a oceana type of group and <laughs> so i i like how the perennial face faction of new japan is all japanese so i think that's an interesting layer with all the western talk that we have going around right now Right. That's kind of why when people were talking about Neville, I'm thinking he would look so out of place in that group because I never saw them as a group that would in Japan have someone not Japanese. I know they have a section in CMLL, but that's different. Like they're Japan. Like I didn't see Neville fitting in there. Would have been great, but no, I like this. I like how this looks. This guy looks like he's gonna be really awesome. Yeah. Um, so, Evil and Zack Saber Jr. was up next, and this finished with no contest. I, we've talked about this. I've talked about this. I've been really wanting Jericho. Everybody's want Jericho to be showing up at this event in this match in some fashion, but I don't think anybody had predicted that it would be a pre-match showing up of uh, Chris Jericho. So Evil comes out with the Druids in a throne and they're carrying him, which was awesome. But as soon as you saw the Druids, I I knew something didn't feel right. And I I don't know what you thought, but I I was really expecting them to have a great match and Jericho to come out afterwards and there he is, popped up, starts choking out Evil as a druid and zach is just standing around looking at him like what the hell's going on yeah i liked evil's entrance but i always do i didn't think anything of it at first until we had a reason to think of it it's like oh hey that's a thing that's happening (laughs) and it, it like because we had talked about this before and it had all you know it had been all over twitter you know, Chris Jericho has to make an appearance, right? He has to do something, say something, show up somewhere soon. And like you, I thought it would be at the end. You know, maybe Evil would get the win. Because this is a singles match I really want to see. You know, Evil needs to get a win over Zack Sabre. He really does. So it's like, I thought the match would be great. Evil would win, but he'd be tired. And then he would get ambushed. I thought that's what was going to happen, but it happened the other way. It's like, oh, we don't have to wait. To find out if Jericho's here, because Jericho. 
And Zack Sabre just looked like he has the night off. Didn't take his jacket off or anything. And then he went crazy on Marty the ref <laughs> and the young boys. Sorry, yeah. Which was hilarious when the ref called the match as a no contest. I was kind of cracking up at him just going crazy. Yeah. Um, I really hope we see a evil Jericho power struggle. And then, because it's four months ago since Jericho won the title. Right. Four months. And it's getting borderline just like crazy at this point that he hadn't shown up before so thank goodness he shows up with the belt he didn't throw it into the ocean um on his cruise <laughs> and he is gonna finally go after evil so um i think that jericho's I, you know the fan in me wants to see jericho lose the belt to evil and then have sonata challenge evil but realistically, I think Jericho is going to have the belt until Wrestle Kingdom and lose it there. How do you have a guy like Jericho and not put him on the biggest card? You know? Right. And see, that's the unfortunate part of thinking about the match. It's like, yes, the fan of me would love to see Evil win that. I would love it. It would be great. I just don't think it's going to happen because they're going to want him on as, as many big shows as possible. We don't even know the extent of his, I'll call it a contract, but agreement is probably <laughs> better. Like we don't know how often he's supposed to appear. Apparently not very, which works for Jericho's character. I guess I'm going to do what I want. Thing That's fine. But if there's a chance for him to be at Wrestle Kingdom, of course he's going to have a belt. There's that yeah. unfinished business with Naito, probably. There's all these people that Jericho went off about in his video on New Japan World about people he wants to work with, and he hasn't done that yet. Evil was one of them. Ibushi was one of them. I would love to see that match. We're going to see Naito again. He's not going to lose the belt to Evil, much as I want him to, because I really, really want him to. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um Mr. Hot Topic himself, Evil, would be a great uh, Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. Um, I would it. <laughs> so Kushida took on Marty Skrull, and I thought that because maybe the the choice before would be like, oh, okay, most people would think Kushida is going to win it. That's exactly why I thought Marty would win it. And I, I had made a prediction in the past that Marty would win, and say that he's the best British junior, you know, champion. Um, that didn't happen. We had a really good match. I really enjoyed the wrestling match. I could watch Kushida wrestle a 60-minute match. I just am a huge fan of Kushida. Kushida won, and he is the new junior heavyweight champion. Um, did you like the match? Yeah, I really did. I like them both, and that's why once once it came down to that, to to Skrull and Kushida, I'm thinking it's okay to be a fan now because you know logic went out the window. Osprey didn't win. That's good because I the fangirl wanted Marty to win that match anyway. So now it's like all right. So now maybe Marty will win. You know the Bullet Club. Well, 
Elite has lost a bunch of gold. So is Marty going to be the one to bring some back? Mm -hmm. Is he going to finally be taken seriously? Is something good going to happen for Marty Skrull right now? He's wrestling great. This is awesome. Really good match. I didn't win. That's okay. I like Kushida. I really do. Like I've always, you know, mm -hmm. liked him. And as a champion, I'm not disappointed. Like it was a good match, a good, good ending. It, you know, it it'll be fine because Kushida was another one in the conversation for the never. That if he didn't win the junior belt, mm -hmm. would he go for the never belt? Like, could that happen? It happened the other way, but this works too. Like, I like it. I think the junior division's good right now. I think it is too. And then you have via Twitter, Bad Luck Fale saying that Robbie Eagles will be Taiji Ishimori's tag partner in the junior tag league. Robbie Eagles is an Australian cruiserweight junior heavyweight, and he is tremendous. He is, uh, there's some free matches online with him versus Will Ospreay from the, I think it was the PWA in Australia. Some really good matches. So, Robbie Eagles will be the new member of BCOG, which also, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, Jay White did not win against Tanahashi. Tanahashi got the small packaged cradle whatever rolled him up which i thought was going to happen which i was kind of happy to see but i had no idea that we would see tamatonga and the ogs come out post-match um what happened today what happened uh, i would love to have an answer for that <laughs> i'm still, I mean, i'm still trying to piece it together right now yeah, and I mean, at that point, I was on, like, 28-hour sleep, too, or without sleep, so I'm thinking, whoa, holy crap, what just happened? But at the same time, like, okay, it kind of makes sense a little bit. Jay has been, even though he's been talking about my chaos, this is my chaos, apparently it's not, and he doesn't care anymore, and he's got new friends. Which, I guess what he's trying to do kind of fits in with what... I'm just going to say the Bullet Club, because now I don't know that we're going to hear the term firing squad much anymore, that they are just Bullet Club now, I think. I don't know, because really, we don't know anything right now. I think yeah. it's good. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. It, it does look like <laughs> it's a Bullet Club rebranding, like a revitalization, because yeah, after the, the whole everything happened when Jay essentially, Jay, Jado, and Gato all formed with the Bullet Club originals, um, we saw Jay White and everybody do the, t the low too sweet. So right. it, it definitely looks like Bullet Club is not ending. Um, I think we have a big transitional phase where Kenny and Cody, all these guys are gone now. Um, or leaving soon, and this is your new Bullet Club. And, you know, I have been extremely critical of Tama Tonga because I don't think he can carry himself as an adult, but I also think that he cannot carry this group. And so Jay White in this role, with Gato at his side, Gato's in the Bullet Club. It's like, holy crap. 
I just can't get my head around some of this. It's just. Yeah, I know it's it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. Cause like I really, this is the Bullet Club, and they're probably the next time we see them all, they're gonna be the Bullet Club, and the elite are gonna be the elite. I'm still not convinced they're leaving, but I have other ideas about that. But they're just gonna be the elite now, and that's the problem that the Bullet Club first subgroup. And now that that subgroup is shuffled out, that's fine. This can be the Bullet Club in kind of this rebranding, but kind of going back to maybe not original, but it works. And yes, Gato's in the Bullet Club. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it, it's crazy. It's going to be good, though. I'm, I'm having some, some serious Eric Bischoff NWO feelings <laughs> this morning. <laughs> the booker of the companies and... I did I didn't even connect that this morning, but I was so tired. But that's just it. Yeah, Crazy. it's great. And and Jay White, I I like him as a heel. Like I think he's doing great. Amazing. His, his whole thing since he's been back has been just progression of getting better in that role. And with Bullet Club, I think that's great. And it's kind of coming around, I don't, maybe not quite full circle, but, you know, he turned Kenny down, but he's taken Tama. Tama made that comment a year ago. Yeah, New Year's Dash. The oh, day no, after, af- the day after, there's always a show the day after of the Tokyo Dome. And that's been carried around online a lot this morning, today, that Tama Tonga made that comment right after... Kenny gave the shirt to Jay White, and Jay White turned him down. Tamatonga made the comments backstage saying, maybe the wrong guy offered him a role in the Bullet Club. That's foretelling like, or foreshadowing like, nobody's business. And that's why New Japan does things so nicely. Whether this was the plan all along, this is why... When they plant seeds, you can always come back to something like this. And it's brilliant. Yeah. And with Tama, this is twice now that they've done it. Because there was a connection to something Tama had said before, months before the initial attack in San Francisco. Like, this was planted a long time ago. Just people didn't listen, didn't notice it, didn't think anything of it till this big thing happens. And here we are again. Tama made a comment. No one really paid attention to it. And here we are. Here's Jay White. It's great. It's great. Storytelling. Great. Yeah. Storytelling. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Long-term storytelling. It's not just tell a story, get it done in a month or two. This is long-term. Yeah. Dork. And that's the thing. They put so many seeds out there that they can come back to different stories and and grow them as they need i mean you don't have to go touch base on everything that they put down but you can go back and it's just it's it's brilliant storytelling now a weird storytelling that makes no sense to me is cody rhodes inserting himself into the iwgp heavyweight championship match with kota bushi and kenny omega kenny omega wins we were saying before we went on air, not a huge surprise. 
But I was a little surprised that Kota Ibushi took the pin. And subsequently, uh, Kota Ibushi tweeted out that he put his career on the line and he retired. Um, obviously, I don't buy into that. But uh, the match was good. Don't get me wrong. But it was uh, it was a spot fest for me. I just was never invested in it. Um, there's a lot of angles, a lot of spots, a lot of moments, but um, it didn't do anything for me. I was ready to turn it off as soon as I saw Kenny win. I, I'm in the minority, maybe, but I could care less. It, it didn't do anything for me. I thought it decent. Like, okay, going into it, I, okay, to say I didn't like the setup would be wrong. I don't mean that. I like, I like Coda. I even like Cody for that matter. The whole matches between Kenny and Coda, these need to be special. There's a reason they keep talking about this 10 year thing. I don't want to keep seeing it because it is crazy. And they are going to hurt each other. They really are. They probably did. But Cody felt out of place, sort of. Like, I get it. He was the catalyst to starting the whole thing, getting them back together. <clears throat> Story-wise, it works. Story-wise, putting into this match to kind of protect their promise. Okay, I get that, too. But that kind of felt, like, rushed, maybe? I don't... Out of left field, maybe. I don't know. Something. It just felt weird. But he did it. It was only eight days ago that right. we That's got this the... put together. Right. That's the... It's... Yeah. That's it. It was just like, let's throw this together. Let's do it. And it was okay. The match was okay. I spent a lot of it kind of looking at everything that was being done and thinking, oh, Um or don't do that sort of thing. I don't, there were a lot of spots to it. There were a lot of callbacks, I guess. A lot of, um, we're going to do this move. We're going to do that move. I'm going to hit you with this thing. Someone's going to go through a table. It was a really good match, but. Plus, I don't have any complaints about it. Yeah, I mean, well, I do. I'm just but, trying to, to, to make them articulate them because it was it was a good match but um i and i alone you know i i know i'm the very very small minority in this but i just think kenny's reign has been weak it's his his first title reign he dethroned okada after okada's historical reign and after doing something like that, dethroning Okada, I would expect to see a balls-to-the-wall bunch of big title defenses. And it just seems like everything is Kota Ibushi-focused, this whole title reign. And it's okay to have a bad title reign, but it's just really lackluster to me. It just seems yeah. like since All In, he's just like, eh, does he want to be there? 
does has he already made up his mind about where he's going next year? Does he regret something? Like it just doesn't feel right to me. I, that's how I feel about it. Like I thought he'd have more challengers at this point. Like yeah, he beat Okada, but who else was out there? Love Coda. Really do. I know. I want I know. to see that match. I know I people will. I know people will scoff at it or say, eh, whatever. But did we need to have Cody challenge the, for the title for the third time this year? No, we didn't need that. It wasn't necessary. Um, it wasn't, considering he had just won a title. It made less logical sense that the United States champion, while holding the damn belt, is going to essentially challenge for the heavyweight title. So no, we did not need. I genuinely that. think Yano would have been a better main event today, because yes, you would have you know twenty five percent comedy, but you would still have a really entertaining match. You you, it doesn't matter if you know Kenny's gonna win. We knew Kenny was gonna win anyways, but. Why? I don't know. I just, I would have rather have seen Yano. And that's not a joke. I seriously would have enjoyed that. No, I agree. I would love to see a Yano match. And if anybody can do a main event caliber title match with Yano, I believe it would be Kenny. I thought the G1 would set up more challengers for him. And yes, it did set up Koda. It did. But after their their B block final match, which I loved, I thought it was great. I didn't want to see that match again. And people keep saying that this is the match everyone wants to see. No, I'm sorry, mm. <laughs> no, I love them. I love them as as rivals, as a team. It's great. I love them. I do. But what I like about it is that it was six years after their second match, which was two years after their first. I like that part. That it's. There's time in between. I'm not saying wait another six years. Maybe wait one, two, maybe. I don't know. To do it a month, two, after the G1, like Ishii, you know, you take care of Ishii Mm because he was a loss. That was a good match. I like Ishii. And the first thing you do is remind Koda he's got a shot. No, stop that. Don't do that. And then to do it again after you just win a tag match. This is great. Things are great. Shut up, Kenny. Stop it. You know, don't say let's do it in a week. Like, no. Somebody else. There has to be something else. I'm I'm ready for Kenny to say I'm here through 2020. I'm here through, you know, MSG. Whatever. I want to hear that. Because all this talking about Kenny or Cody or the Young Bucks, where they're going, we did that last year, and we're doing it again, and I don't want to lose, I'm not going to lose focus, but I don't want some other people to lose focus of what's really happening, is that Chaos is dead, um, Bullet Club is has been revived, um, and Los Ingobernables is the top faction um, at least face-wise, the top good guy fas- faction, and they have a new member. So there's a lot more to talk about than where Kenny's going to be. And I'm afraid that we're going to just 
turn into having a you know two month Kenny discussion of where he's going to be. I hope not. Like I don't see them ever telling us how long they're going. Think they're going anywhere? But what I think is going to happen, the way he came out of it, saying you know I want you stand up, you know not as a Bullet Club member, not as a member of the Bullet Club, as a member of the elite, pulling out from under that banner. They're going to be their own thing, but I wonder if they'll all be freelancers and just do this thing where they work with Ring, work with New Japan. They are the elite, so I don't think that the feud with the Bullet Club is over. I really don't like. I don't see that plot being just dropped. It'll happen. Something will happen. There will. I don't know if there needs to be, but they kept calling it a civil war. So I think there needs to, there's been a couple battles that the elite have lost. So there has to be some kind of end to the war. Right. I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. Like, like there has to be something where there's either a definitive end and they send the elite packing, which I really don't think is going to happen or the elite gets something back, whichever tag team it is. And maybe it is Hangman and Chase, because why not? That would be great. Goes, brings those titles back. Maybe eventually it is, like, well, in lovers, but who knows what's going on there? No idea. The CODA thing, I wish that they put subtitles for the press conference. But they happen so close to the event, they don't have time. The only thing that Chris Charlton translated was the part where CODA said... You know, Cody has a belt. Kenny's putting up his belt. I don't have anything to put up except my my career, my wrestling career. You know, I want this to be legendary. You know, that's the only part that he said. I don't know if anybody reacted to it. Like facial expressions, kind of not really, but I don't know that anything was said about that. Now, the way that you know chris charlton and put on twitter you know we're not supposed to take that literally i don't think it's not an actual stipulation uh but then today we have that thing that coda put up and we're just like wait what coda loves to put out some really random tweets just to mess with everybody so he wants to kill us but then (laughs) his his ear problem though like, I really thought he wasn't going to be able to be in the match when he started talking about inner ear problems. It's like, oh. And that's the only reason I stayed up for the press conference the other night was because I wanted to see if he was there. And if he wasn't there, then they would probably say something about changes to the match or something. But he was there, obviously, and they did the match. And he said, that is the inner ear problem worse. Does he have to retire? Like, I don't know. I think it is just Coda being Coda and... He likes to drive us insane because it's going to be a while before we get to see any of where this is going. Like, it looked like it ended in a way that everyone would be okay. But are they? Will everybody be okay? No, yeah, nobody's okay. Everybody. um, (laughs) Everybody is everywhere. Everything is confusing. Um... I'm nauseous because everything's twisting and turning so frequently. I don't know what's happening. Nobody knows what's happening. Um, I'm stressed out. 
We have the Junior Tag League coming Tag League coming up. We have the World Tag League and then the Tokyo Dome. Um, so I'm going to put a pin in it for this week. Um, but we have a lot in store. I am going to be uploading the David Finley interview uh, later this evening. So that'll be out uh, tomorrow morning. I'll be uploading this, of course. But we also have, as soon as the Junior Tag League is announced, I'm going to have a very special guest, Miriam, um, at Flame286 on the show. And we will be discussing who will be, how the whole Junior Tag League is going to work out. Um, then we also have upcoming episodes discussing women's wrestling. We're going to have Jen included um, with Amy at Phoenix and JPW talking about women's wrestling from a female point of view. And then we're going to have my friend John and Dennis from Jaded Noise Media on for a male perspective. I will try to be um, the moderator and just throw some questions and kind of see where it happens and where it takes us. And I think those two episodes are going to be really enlightening to see where we, how we look at women's wrestling and what we both expect um, in the future. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and announce this now. I have a Ring of Honor star coming on in a couple of weeks. He is the uh, hired hitman. Shane Taylor from Ring of Honor will be on um, in about two weeks' time, so we can uh, ask him lots of Ring of Honor questions, and uh, he's a Texas boy. So leave your questions on the Discord server, at Wolford Watches on Twitter, at NJPWUS, and please follow Jen as well, at C-H-E-T-T-I on Twitter, and have a good week. Try to relax, take a deep breath, trust in Gato. Trust in Gato. Raise your hand if you like saving a few bucks. If you do love saving money, join me, Susan Hogan, on News 4 at 5. Our NBC4 Response Unit is protecting you from scams, rip-offs, and dangerous products. We've already recovered more than a million dollars. Jim Hanley here. Susan's got your wallet covered. Wendy Rieger and I will get you up to speed. Staying on top of constantly changing headlines and what they mean for you. And Storm Team Force always keeping you ahead of weather changes. Join me, Doug Kammerer, and the rest of us on News 4 at 5, working for you. Raise your hand if you like saving a few bucks. If you do love saving money, join me, Susan Hogan, on News 4 at 5. Our NBC4 Response Unit is protecting you from scams, rip-offs, and dangerous products. We've already recovered more than a million dollars. Jim Hanley here. Susan's got your wallet covered. Wendy Rieger and I will get you up to speed. Staying on top of constantly changing headlines and what they mean for you. And Storm Team Force always keeping you ahead of weather changes. Join me, Doug Kammerer, and the rest of us on News 4 at 5, working for you.